Greyhound to trap one. Over. Welcome to Trap One Podcast, episode number 48. I'm delighted to welcome Stephen Hatcher back to the podcast to discuss the forthcoming Hooverville 10 convention. How are you, Steve? Hello, Mark. I'm fine, thanks. I'm, I'm on holiday in France at the moment, so if I sound a bit um, uh, a bit faint or whatever, it's because I haven't got my proper equipment with me, so I apologise to anybody who's struggling to listen. So you having a good time over there? Oh, yes, sorry, yeah, 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 absolutely smash it. I picked up um, a, a copy in, in La Rochelle yesterday in a comic book shop. I picked up a copy of uh, the latest collected 10th Doctor comics translated into, into, into French. So um, so that was nice, the new adventures of the 10th Doctor. So ah, cool. happy right. with that, happy with that. And the, the French editions are beautiful hardbacks, they do, much nicer than the British editions. Ah, lovely. So what, what do yeah. they do with Alon Z? Do they put that bit in English or keep it as it is? Do you know, that's a very good question, isn't it? I don't know, I haven't looked at that yet. I must, uh, I must have a look and see what they do They do, do with it, yeah. Good thought, good question. <laughs> so I, had, I was had a message, and I'm going to jump in straight away and get this out of the way, because I want to do a quick plug for a friend of mine, who is actually your way, you see, he's, he's, in, he's based in Carlisle, and um, his name's Paul Donaldson, and he runs the... Uh, uh, the, the, the Carlisle Cult Cinema Club, uh, which is based at uh, Harrowby Community Centre, that way, at the theatre, community theatre. Mm-hmm. Well, now then, he's going to be starting appearing on BBC Radio Cumbria, and this is from Friday the 17th of August. Sometime between three and four, he's doing a once-a-month cult movie slot on Caroline Robertson's show. And in the first one, on the 17th of August, they're talking creature features, so um, have a listen out for that, uh, to, for, for PD, as we always used to call him, Paul Donaldson. I actually used to teach him years and years ago when I used to teach at Harrowby School in Carlisle. So that's how I know Paul. And uh, he's a good man and he's, uh, he's, he knows his stuff. So there you are, I've got him with, it, with, a, with a plug for PD. Great. Sorry about that. I, I didn't know about the, um, the Cult Cinema Club at um, Harrowby Arts Centre. I'll definitely be looking into that. Yeah, do so. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you if you do go and you do bump into PD, say hello from me. I will do. There's um, we've got the Carlisle Fringe coming up um, in August. All right. Um, See, it might was a hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a, a play that, that looks really good. Unfortunately, I'm I'm not I'm away that day. I'm going to be in Edinburgh. Um, mm. I think it's called Hymns for Androids or Hymns for Robots. I should have checked this. Um, it's, it's only just reminding me when you said that, which is about the life and works of Delia Derbyshire. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, great. Good stuff. Um, which looks really good as well. So if anybody's in and around Carlisle, it's on the 31st of August. Um, it's a Friday morning, um, which is at the, the, the old fire station, which is now kind of a venue for, uh, for uh-huh. arts and things like that. Blimey, who would have thought? Oh, to be fair, though, Mark, nobody's around Carlisle either. You're either in Carlisle or you're about 60 miles away. Yeah. <laughs> this is true, yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to make the journey out from the sticks or anything like that. Bring a pack lunch. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you get your shots and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I started my teaching career in Carlisle in 1984. 
and I, I was there until 1990. So it, uh, it uh, is a place that I have a lot of affection for and a lot of friends in still. Um, there we are. Also, um, I will mention this now, actually, uh, Scott Claringbold, um, who is um, a colleague of mine and has just brought out an anthology of short stories called Relics, uh, yep. which I've been reading this week, and I particularly enjoyed your story in there. Oh, great, you've read that. Ah, I know that. Well, where I am in France uh, is part of the inspiration for, um, for for part of my story, because it starts off in a cafe, and that's in the little town down near where, near where we are here, though I've changed the name, and, and then the rest of it is actually in the town where I used to be in, uh, as a student in the south of France very many years ago, but it's, it's, that's part of my inspiration for it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. We can't really talk about it. Can't don't want to give anything away. But it's uh, it's a very good story, and it's uh, oh, all of the stories are really good as well. It's it's well worth picking up. I it it, will put a link in the show notes to that one. It's stories about uh, immortals, isn't it? Yeah, um, which is people have probably people have probably heard of Scott because he did that uh, rather lovely book Nine Lives, which was stories of the um, the Schalke doctor. Yes. which nobody's done for ages and ages. So it's really nice to have a, a book of Schalke Doctor stories, and Scott did a great job at it. And uh, and, and this is the next one he's done. He's a, he's a bit of a powerhouse, is Scott, isn't he, in terms of, of turning, uh, uh, getting books sorted and so on. He's a, he's a good man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, um, well, I started a new job last year, and uh, we just work in the same office. Uh, so I got to know him. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we often have um, Doctor Who conversations uh, and things like that, yeah. Well, say hello to him for me. Uh, obviously, we talk regularly on the online and so on, but say hello to him for me anyway. It will do. Uh, so, and I'll put links to to all stuff in the show notes. So, um, relics, the um, the radio show, and the uh, cult movie night, and, uh, and everything else. Excellent, lovely. Well, if you uh, if you want to find out the details, um, if, if you want to find them to put on the thing, they're on my Facebook page because I've, I've shared uh, PD's post on there, so you can you can see all about that there, and you can follow through to him and find all the details of the Cook Cinema Club. I'm sure. Brilliant. I'll uh, yeah, I'll definitely be looking at that myself. It's great. Brilliant. Excellent. Uh, so, The Reveal Ten is coming up yeah. on the first of September. Yeah, who would have thought? Ten of them, eh? We, we, we started in 2009, um, and the first two were held at the Heritage Railway Centre near, near Derby, which is near where I live. And after two years, we thought, this is crazy. We're in the middle of nowhere trying to do a Doctor Who convention. So we took it into the brilliant Quad Art Centre right in the middle of Derby. And uh, it's gone from strength to strength. So we, we, we couldn't be more happy with how things have gone. And last year was the first year we sold out. Well, we're hoping we might be able to do do so again this year. We're getting close to doing so. So, uh, fingers crossed for that. First of September, as you say. Yeah, at Derby Quad. And a brilliant lineup of guests. Some absolute kind of legends. Yeah, well, last year we had the most extraordinary guests. We, we had uh, William Russell and Caroline Ford and Fraser Hines and Nicola Bryant and Philip Hinchcliffe. We, we had an extraordinary dream team of guests. So we thought, right, well, this year we've got to do something slightly different because however brilliant the guests we got this year, if they were in the same sort of line as those guests, it would sort of inevitably look not quite as good. So we thought, what we'll do this year 
is we've concentrated very much on new series people mm-hmm. and we've tried to get major new series, uh, well, mostly one-off guests, um, the sort of the, but, but high-profile actors and the sort of people who haven't done many Doctor Who conventions in the past. So I think we've ended up with an absolutely a, a splendid lineup, a really good lineup, uh, and it's provoked a lot of interest, as uh, which is which is nice. We've got at least two people who've never done a Doctor Who convention before. Uh, another one who hasn't done one in the UK for years. Uh, we've got one of the greatest actors of the 20th century still working. And we've got a, a, a one-off companion as well. We've got people who've worked with the 9th, 10th, 11th and 12th Doctors. And we've got some nice sponsored guests from the Classic Series as well. So there we are. It's good. Fantastic. All good. Shall I say some names? Yeah. Well, uh, as I said, one, one of the greatest actors of the 20th century, David Warner. Yeah. Uh, if, if anybody who doesn't know who David Warner is um, shouldn't really be listening to this podcast. They should be <laughs> off watching David Warner films. Uh, because he's been in everything, hasn't he? He's, mm-hmm. he's uh, horror films, science fiction films, everything films. He's he's been one of the great actors, but that's only a small part of his career. He's one of the great Shakespearean actors of the twentieth century. When he was in his twenties, his Hamlet was considered one of the greatest of, of, of his generation, if not the greatest of his generation. Um, he he's done every television you can imagine. He's done Star Trek. He's done. Uh, what else has he done? What else hasn't he done? Um, films, time after time, he's very well remembered for, isn't he? As, yeah, as a chase in HG Wells or vice versa. Um, he's, he's, he's a great, great actor, and we're so pleased to get him. Now, the connection with Doctor Who is twofold. He's done a huge amount of work for Big Finish. He's the partner of uh, Big Finish's wonderful Lisa Barman. Uh, and he's been the doctor in Unbound Plays. He's yeah. been in every single range you can imagine that Big Finish have ever produced. David Warner turns up sometime. And we're, like I say, we're so thrilled. His second connection with uh, Doctor, of course, is he turned up in an 11th Doctor story playing Professor Grisenko in Cold War, the uh, Duran Duran loving yes. Russian scientist uh, in the submarine. So, David Warner. Really, We've got yeah. Andrew Arando. Andrew Ando played Francine Jones, uh, Martha's mum, and also in the episode New Earth played the cat and sister Jet. So Andrew is going to be there. Andrew has done a few conventions, but we're thrilled to see him. Michelle Ryan hasn't done that many Doctor Who conventions. Uh, of course, she played Lady Christina D'Souza in Plant of the Dead. She was also in The Bionic Woman, the remake, as The Bionic Woman. Uh, she's probably still best known as uh, as being a Slater in EastEnders, I'm told. Uh, I'm not a fan of EastEnders, but yeah. she was in that for a long, long time. Um, we've got Mark Benton doing his first proper Dot 2 convention. He did a signing thing about, oh, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. Mark Benton, who has a contract that he has to be in everything that's on television ever at some point. <laughs> Um, he's um, Doctor of course he worked with the ninth Doctor in the very first episode he played Clive in Rose and recently been on uh, on our screens well at least if you're hanging about in the middle of the day on the rather brilliant um, Shakespeare and Hathaway uh, very gentle detective series set in my home county Warwickshire uh, uh, around Stratford-on-Avon 
um, with with um, uh, with uh, oh, I'm drying. Um, what's her face that was um, with Linda with a Y in in, in yes. Doctor Who? Uh, Joe Joyner. That's yeah. Right. So we did actually ask Joe Joyner if she wanted to come as well, but she was busy. But we're so delighted to have Mark Benton coming. Yeah. He's, he's been in everything. At the second coming, I watched him in the other night with Christopher Eccleston, where he was the devil. Yeah. Um, Catterick, uh, yeah. do you remember the, the Vic and Bob comedy comedy series? Catterick, mm. he was he was great in that. Superb. Was it, uh, Northern Lights he did with um, Robson Green? Was it Robson Green? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a yeah, yeah, series of that, wasn't there? Which was uh, that was funny as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's 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 one of those actors who's great in everything he does and is in everything. Yeah. So I and. I, Particularly liked him in the. He was in uh, the first Big Finish story that Tom Baker recorded, Energy of the, the, the Daleks, which was recently yes, released was. on vinyl. Um, yes, he played a really good part in that as well. I'd forgotten that. You're quite right. Um, another one making his first uh, his first Doctor Who uh, convention appearance, Nicholas Burns. Now, Nicholas Burns played Lord Sutcliffe in the Thin Ice episode with the Twelfth Doctor. Uh, he was the guy who got thumped, yeah, uh, rather, rather fabulously by uh, by Peter Capaldi. Um, also, uh, no, I was about to say well known, but that's perhaps overselling it a bit. For those for those who know their comedy, they would have seen him playing the title character in Nathan Barley about a decade ago, which was a comedy series written by Christopher Morris and um, uh, and uh, oh, uh, Dark Mirror Guy. Charlie Brooker. Yeah, Charlie Brooker, thank you. So, yes, so he was Nathan Barley in that. And if you've not seen Nathan Barley, look that up, because it's, it's, it's underrated and fabulous. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I love um, both Chris Morris and um, Charlie Brooker's work, so I'll definitely be looking it out. Yeah. Yeah, do so, do so. It's 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 weird as the, as it comes, but it's it's it is also brilliant. Uh, John Davy, who's been in forty two new series Doctor Who episodes, playing monster roles, Cybermen, everything you can think of. John Davy's been it. Then we've got the writer Paul Cornell. Now Paul used to be a convention regular, but he's not been to a British Doctor Who convention for years. He he potters off over to. Uh, to uh, uh, to Galley to Gallifrey yeah. One in, in Los Angeles, but no one's managed to uh, persuade him to a Doctor Who convention in this country for years. When he's coming to us now, I think what probably sold it to him is the fact that he's he was the author of one of these new Target books that came out earlier this year. So people who want him to sign that, they want to ask him about that. He's working Doctor Who comics, and of course for the the, the two Doctor Who stories he wrote, which were Father's Day and uh, Human Nature and the Family of blood so there's mm. Paul Cornell and of course the novels he wrote for the Virgin the New Adventures and Missing Adventures and the BBC novels and all that over many 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 years Big Finish the whole the whole thing he's done everything and everything he brings out that's Doctor Who related he always says this is my last Doctor yes. Who work <laughs> I've noticed that <laughs> but well, I, yeah, I know he means it every time yeah. but then some <laughs> Comes up that tempts him back. Yeah. So, so there's there's Paul who's coming. Yeah. I think um, being slightly modest there in his newsletter, he said that the reason he wanted to do Hooverville was uh, because of you. Oh, I haven't seen that. I've, I've yeah. been looking out to his newsletter to see if he mentioned he was coming. Yeah. I didn't see that. Is that recent? Um, it's within the last couple of, of issues. Yeah, he um, yeah he oh. says that um, he says because he likes you, which uh, which is nice. 
Oh, we've been friends for a long time. He's, he's a thoroughly nice man. Paul is one of those people. If you are at, um, if you know Paul vaguely, and you are at a Doctor Who gathering that he's there, he will introduce you to people. He's brilliant at that. He just gets around and introduces you to everybody you can possibly imagine uh, uh, being there. I, I was at. Um, uh, oh, no, this is going back quite a long way. 2006, no, more than that, further than that, 2000 and, it's before the new series, 2003 or four maybe. I was at, um, it'll be 2003, because it was a party to celebrate the fifth anniversary of Big Finish. And I, I was there because I wrote a couple of short trips, and, and there, was, that was, there was a little group of us who had written short trips who didn't really know many other people. And uh, then there was all the sort of stars of Doctor Who, the, uh, the the producers of Big Finish. I knew Gary, I knew Gary Russell, I, I knew Jason slightly. But that, and, and Paul, Paul was there. And Paul introduced me to, to Paul Schoons, the, the New Zealand uh, Doctor Who fan, writer, researcher, historian, uh, part recoverer of the lion, the, uh, the, 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 the crusade episodes, mm-hmm. Tom and Paul. And Paul and I hit it off, and we spent basically the entire afternoon chatting after after um, after Paul Cornell introduced us, uh, and then um, oh, and then we were getting various other people to introduce us to other, to, to introduce people to, to Paul. I introduced Paul uh, Schoons to India Fisher, and then and then oh, and then Mark Gatiss came over. Gary Russell introduced us to Mark Gatiss. I'm name dropping terribly, aren't I? In the corner of this party. There was an unknown actor called Tennant, <laughs> who, who had done a couple of um, big finishes by that stage. He was pointed out to me as he, he'll do well. He's always done all right, hasn't he? Yeah, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's it. So, so that's Cornell. He's, he's a he's a smashing man. He really yeah. is. I a smashing bloke who's going to be there is Keith Barnfather, <laughs> who uh, real time pictures, uh, myth makers. Uh, well, VHS tapes, then DVDs and uh, downloads and the rest of it. Top man as well. Uh, Keith's going to be there doing a stall. He's also going to do a, a, a panel for us, so it'll be marvellous. Those years, the ch- DVDs that are coming out at the moment are brilliant. The uh, They've done like the first four Doctors, haven't they? And the... Um well, you know what? I haven't bought any of those because I've got the original Myth Makers DVDs, which are the wow. longer versions of the same interviews, so... So, uh, yes, but they, they, they do look absolutely lovely. So Keith's going to be there. Uh, the gang from Doctor Who magazine, that's Marcus Hearn, the editor, and Peter Ware, the uh, deputy editor, uh, the uh, designer, the new designer of Doctor Who magazine, whose name escapes me briefly, but he's going to be there, and possibly others as well. Um, Andrew Pigsley is always there, but we won't be asking Andrew to come on stage because he always say he doesn't want to do that sort of thing. But mm. but he's, he's always been a great supporter of our convention and actually put us in touch with the DWM people last year. So it was some um, was lovely seeing them last year, and they're going to be back with us again this year. Right. Now we've had some sponsored guests provided for us. We we've, we've done this right since the beginning that. Uh, uh, some of the some of the event organisers and so on have been so good in helping us out with our event and have provided us responsive guests. So this year we have got Angela Bruce who played Brigadier Bandera and was also rescued by Batman and Robin from Muggers in Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, <laughs> and also played uh, um, in. Um, she she played. Uh, she was in a radio version of uh, Blake Seven in the early nineties, uh, playing Dana. So there we are. So she's coming, and she's sponsored by Phantom by Phantom Events, Phantom Publishing, uh, Dexter and Paul, good chaps who supported us for a good long time. So she'll be there. Um, also talking to Blake, Blake Seven, um, Cygnus Alpha which is our friend Ian Kubiak. He organises the Cygnus Alpha Convention. He's bringing us Brian Croucher, who was Borg in the Robots of Death and also Travis, the second Travis, in Blake 7. So that's another great guest we've got there. Uh, Matthew Dale comes along under his own steam. Matthew Dale, who played Big John in, uh, in uh, Robot of Sherwood, so he'll be there, and we count him as a sponsored guest as well. And I'm waiting to hear who uh, who the sponsored guests will be that 10th Planet I'm bringing. They've always brought us great sponsored guests, and um, I'm, I'm told that something's in the pipeline, so we'll wait and see. Uh, there's people like uh, David Howe and Sam Stone, have always been great supporters of our event, will be there, manning the... Telos Stool, uh, artists such as Sophie Arles and Carolyn Edwards, and all sorts of other great artists will be there in the dealer's room. Um, who else? Oh, yes, I'll mention my co-organiser of the convention, who is uh, the, the, the deeply naughty and well-known Andrew Mark Thompson, who people will know uh, for his work doing parody merchandise yes. adverts, things like that, yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, look up Andrew Mark Thompson on the internet if you've not seen him. Andy Drews, D-R-E-W-Z, on Twitter, and, and he has a blog and all sorts. And, and it's wonderful. Have you seen some of this stuff? Man? Yeah, I absolutely love it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's become very well known. Well, I knew him when he was just Andy from Hoover's and... Um, he, uh, he's, he's my co-organiser of the convention. He'll be there selling postcards and, and posters and things of his mad stuff and so on, like the, the sapphire and steel ice lolly, no doubt, or the, uh, yeah. the doctor who produces um, badges or whatever it was he did. I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the doctor figures, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, done, he's done a whole lot of mad things over yeah. the years. And, um, <laughs> Worth, worth looking up. Yeah, incredibly inventive, yeah. So the good news is that, I should say, the same as last year, at this stage, we've still got tickets available for Hooverville. We still had this time last year, but they'd all sold out by the by the, 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 first, uh, the first Saturday in December last year. So let's see how we go. But you can get tickets from uh, Derby Quad, uh, well, either in person by wandering into the quad in Derby, or you can go online to www.derbyquad.co.uk, or you can ring 01332-290606. And tickets are £48 for a full price ticket, uh, which gets you one free autograph from all of our official guests, gets you in, of course, to all the panels that. Are if you want to have things like photos done, of course, you have to pay on top of that. Uh, so that's our price, £48. Concessions, that's people like me who don't work anymore or, uh, no, I won't be paying that, but yeah, 
uh, unwaged basically get a concession. Uh, people who are approaching 60 or past 60 get a concession. Yes, I'm, I will be 60 this year. And I, I qualified for concessionary entry to quad on the 1st of January this year, the year I turned 60. How good is that? So I get a full nine months extra concessionary uh, tickets. Ooh. So £33 for concessionary ticket. And children aged 5 to 12, £10 only. So if you're wanting to bring along a young child aged between 5 and 10, uh, 5 and 12, I beg your pardon, it's only £10. Under 5, bring them in free. So that's that. That's Hooverville. Um, and we're hoping for a good one again. We, every year we think, will this be the year where we get found out? And every year so far, it's all been fine. So that's just us, I think, really. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, have we tempted you to come down? Um, unfortunately, it's when I'm away. It's um, it, it's, the, the, it's the day after the Delia Derbyshire thing that I was talking about. I'm going to be uh, Scotland for that that sort of long weekend. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'd definitely be there. Um, You're excused. You're excused. Uh, Don't worry. But I do have a ticket for Big Finish Day. Oh, brilliant! Yes. Well, okay. Big Finish Day, which is on the third of November. I've no, I've no need at all to promote Big Finish Day actually, because we are sold out. Big Finish Day is sold out. Ah, right. um, we are really pleased. We were really pleased, and we still are, uh, because a couple of years ago we had Nick Briggs at Hooverville was one of our guests, and the the Big Finish Day had fallen into abeyance, and quite a lot of people were saying online do another big finish day, why haven't done a big finish day, to big finish. So I got in touch with Nick and said, look, you don't seem to be doing big finish day with 10th Planet like you used to anymore. If you fancy doing something different, come up to Derby and we'll do it with you at Derby Quad. And Nick had really been impressed by Quad at Derby as a convention venue. And so I, th I think it wasn't a done deal straight away. I know it wasn't. Nick had to sell it to some of the other folks at Big Finish, particularly the idea of coming out of London, because some of them don't believe that uh, the life exists outside London, I believe. I think some of them think you'd actually fall off the end of a cliff if you tried and go any further north than, than Watford. Um, but no, so we, you know, we're at Derby, we're only 90 minutes from London by train. Mm. Um, people were. Um, People think it's a long way away, but it really isn't. But we've sold out Big Finish Day, and, and we've got um, we're bringing Sylvester McCoy and Louise Jameson and Elliot Chapman, and Big Finish are bringing all sorts of fabulous people like uh, India Fisher and Jake Dudman and um, uh, Mark Elstop, who plays the Prisoner, um, and loads and loads of John Dorney, loads and loads of writers and directors and all sorts of people like that and they will sell you some big finished stuff and sign it for you and um uh, yeah so I, I think we're gonna have a fabulous day for big finish day uh, but as i said if you're thinking if you're sitting there thinking oh i quite fancy going to big finish day sorry already sold out it's a bit like so, what this is what you could have won isn't it <laughs> i'm afraid yeah but thank you for bringing it up because it's uh, we're really looking forward to it and we regard it as a bit of a tribute to how we do Hooverville, to be honest, because mm -hmm. as I say, Nick had been one of our guests at Hooverville, and if he'd have thought, oh, blimey, they can't organise a, a bishop in a brewery, then it's unlikely that we would have been asked to, to do Big Finish Day. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate it um, being a bit further north. It's, it makes it much easier for, for everybody up this way to get down to, definitely. 
Well, I hope so. And Derby is a very easy place to get to from all, almost all directions. Mm. If you're coming from from the, the northwest, not quite so easy. You have to change trains and things. If you're coming from the south uh, west, it's a long journey, but it's doable and it's it's direct. A London dead easy. Uh, east coast, northeast, uh, Scotland. No problem at all. No problem at all. Manchester, oddly enough, is not so easy to get to. You have to change in Sheffield if you're coming from Manchester. But um, no, it's a, it's a relatively easy place to get to um, by road, rail, aeroplane. We've got East Midlands Airport just down the road from Derby. Oh, there's even canals. You could even do it on canal boat if you wanted to. So um, <laughs> I don't recommend it. Set off now if you're doing that. <laughs> That okay. was a big finish day five a few years ago, uh, and uh, really enjoyed that. But um, yeah, a lot, lot kind of harder to, to get to Slough from from Carlisle and uh, than Derby. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, well, I suppose from from, from Carlisle, I suppose you'd have to come down and change it. There is a ch- we're, we're turning into the railways podcast here. Aren't we? <laughs> You can change your crew and catch a, a cross-country train. But this is lovely because uh, British Rail are very kindly, for Hooverville this year, have closed Derby Station, um, at least at least mostly closed Derby Station. They've got major works on at Derby Station. So it, in almost every direction you're coming from, in, uh, there, there, would be, there would be replacement bus services, the exception being London. There's, there's, they've halved the service from London. Instead of having one every half hour, there'll be one every hour. But from every other direction, there'll be replacement buses. So thank you very much, British Rail. That's lovely of you. But uh, we'll cope around it. And our, our people who come know that they can cope. Oh, yeah, and he mentioned that a lot of people coming the night before, of course, on the Friday. And there will be a social on the Friday night, our Hooverville Eve. And we've got entertainment for that uh, because we've got a, a little comedy uh, impressions troupe who are brilliant called uh, the Ish Doctors. And the Ish Doctors, well, the, probably the best known of them is Chris Thompson, Christopher Walker Thompson, as he's mm. now known, who is the guy who does the really brilliant Patrick Trown impersonation and also a very, very good um, Peter Capaldi. He's well known for his, um, for his uh, Alan Partridge impression as well as yeah. him. Uh, there's a fellow called El Schmel, who also does... Uh, I think which ones does he do he does the 10th Doctor that's right he does a superb 10th Doctor and others and uh, Pete Walsh who was actually mentioned in uh, Paul Cornell's newsletter a few weeks ago as being an up and coming creative Pete Walsh mm-hmm. so that those three are the, the trio of impressionists they've got a podcast I should have been plugging that for them as well I don't um, know about that what's that one called I'm trying to remember yeah. Uh, it's it's something like sounds sounds familiar or do we sound familiar or something like that. Um, I think you'd have to look up ish doctors right. and then you, if you but if you do look up ish doctors, of course you immediately get taken to the five ish doctors. Yeah. So you have to sort through what you're looking at before you find them. But they are there somewhere. I will find that and put put links in the show notes as well and to Paul Connell's newsletter, which is excellent. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, the, the sort of the thread he's doing at the moment about all his Doctor Who work through the years yeah. is fascinating. Yeah, uh, and in particular the the one that he did about Doctor Who stories that he the, the, the TV stories that never got made. Um, very very interesting. Yeah. 
kind there of was, insight. It's the first the one after Human Nature. Yeah, um, but just uh, even just as an insight into how the series gets made and the, the kind of the process of it, it's uh, I thought it was a, a fascinating read. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, he's he's a good man and he's he's always ready to communicate with people and to uh, and and to lay open the process, I suppose. Really, isn't it? He's, he's very good at that. Yeah, I've, it's, since I've read um, Time Worm Revelation when it came out, I think I was about twelve. And um, that one really stayed with me. Been a huge fan of his writing ever since then. I think it was the book that changed the new adventures, wasn't it? Because yeah. because the, the previous ones had well, there'd been the John Peel one, which was great, and there'd been the Terence Diggs one. Uh, so that was Genesis and Exodus, wasn't it? Yeah. And they they were very traditional Doctor Who stories. Both of them were very traditional Doctor Who stories, apart from given that now that we could do now that people could do. Uh, naughty things in them. Uh, John Peel brought a bit of nudity into his, didn't they? But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, but yes, they were traditional Doctor Who. Yeah, in a novel. Thank you. They were traditional Doctor Who uh, stories. But, but Paul did something completely mad, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he, he he had a sentient church, and the the front cover shows. I'm trying to remember. It's death. Doing a dance, is it with the doctor on the moon's surface? Yes, with the the church in the background and the uh, uh, yeah. I, I read it again last year. What what really struck me um, was how much how many of the ideas and the imagery have have reoccurred in the TV series since it came back. Sort of, uh, having the buildings on the moon, the child in a space suit, um, the, the whole kind of. Um, artificial afterlife, uh, that kind of thing. It, um, mm. it really, really mm. felt like an influential book. Oh, absolutely right. Absolutely. Yep. So it'll be good to see Paul and talk to him as well. Yeah. Great. Mm. Right. Good. So Hoover is going to be fantastic. Big finish day. You don't care because, well, you, you care. You're going to be there. But those who haven't got tickets don't care. But <laughs> we're going to have a good time for big finish day. It's going to be good. Um, but the thing with Big Finish Day uh, is that I, I'm really thrilled that we sold out because it's part of the argument that we can then have with Big Finish to say, right, we've done it once, now let's do it again, which, of course, we'll want to do. Mm. Uh, that's not a done deal by any means. It's, 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 um, that'll be for discussion. Oh, send best wishes to Nick Briggs as well, who's been poorly, hasn't he, recently? So let's hope he gets better soon. He's, he's both on holiday and poorly, I believe, at the moment. So uh, no. best wishes, uh, Nick. Yeah, yeah, well said. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate you taking time out of your holiday. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. The, the, the night's just uh, coming in, and uh, it's been a slightly cooler day today, and the, the sound of insects in the background, the crickets and so on, and, I think I'd better get these shutters shut because otherwise there'll be insects in the house. (laughs) Great. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening at home. Yeah, join me next week. Jason McLaughlin will be my co-host and we'll be looking at the Blu-ray set of season 12. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.